Welcome back to Normies Like Us. The podcast reminds you it's hip to be square. Quiet! Fear does not exist in this dojo or on this podcast. So welcome back, Danny Boy, and get ready to strike first, strike hard, and show no mercy. It's Cobra Kai Season 5 on Normies Like Us. Jab Punch! My only legacy is Cobra Kai. He's making me look like the bad guy when he's the one attacking my family. Cobra Kai is not the problem. It's silver. Imagine how easy it's going to be to wrap Cobra Kai East around both your kids. You heard it up top, and we got a question for you. Are you Eagle Fang? Are you Miyagi-Do? Or are you Cobra Kai? On another special episode, on our fourth episode, covering the Karate Kid franchise once more here on Normies Like Us with your host, the return of Karate Colin. Hey, uh, Mike Barnes, bad boy karate, you know? <laughs> hey, <bad> you do. <laughs> and this is the Mongoose. I'm back. That's my karate nickname, story. the Mongoose. Yes. As everyone nice. knows. That's right. That's right. We got everybody's back here uh, talking Cobra Kai season five. Uh, and weirdly, uh, one of the still I consider best written shows on TV. There's a lot of high profile stuff out there. Rings of Power, uh, House of the Dragon, right? Andor is right. coming soon. A lot of high profile TVs coming. Uh, She-Hulk attorney at law. But this still to me is one of the strongest things. And I'm very excited to be talking about it uh, with you guys today. Back that's in the right. dojo anyway. Yeah, you said all those things, and it's like, what are we looking forward to on this podcast? Well, hmm, the real normie heads know. If you're an OG <laughs> listener on this podcast, you would hit that search button right now and see, seven months ago, we just talked uh, Cobra Kai Season 4. Before that, uh, we did an awesome Karate Kid episode, a mic pick, mm-hmm. where we went through the entire uh, original trilogy and before that, an awesome one through three Netflix picking up Cobra Kai episode, just the two of you. Uh, wow. This is a franchise we love, boys. Yeah, and I am so glad that it is doing so well. I mean, we did get news of a movie, you know, sticking to the potential Weird. six seasons in a movie thing. So uh, hopefully think... they don't jump the shark. But Jacob, what do you think about the movie announcement? Uh well, yeah, I was read a little bit about that. The show runners of the show said basically that it has nothing to do with the show. So I don't oh, know no. why they're even making they announced something today, like Mike. that. Unless it's a sequel to the Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan movie. But. All right, buckle up, buckaroos. <laughs> this franchise is getting fucked just like everything else. Uh, no. Yeah. So I'll just ignore that movie. But the show is great, obviously. Absolutely. And we're very excited to be talking it. Um, I think there should be no more delay, you know? Strike first no mercy right let's get into wow. it hop in the dojo find our balance right Hi. and do this thing Kari. we're back as we said once more, we are talking the Miyagi verse, as Mike has called it in the past, and mm-hmm. I believe the show creators as well. But uh, Cobra Kai, the Netflix quote unquote original series, JK, it came from YouTube too, kind of wink wink. YouTube mm-hmm. Red used to be a real thing. Yes. Weirdly resurrected from 
the bowels of the failed YouTube Red, YouTube Premium right. predecessor. I watched it on there, as we said in earlier episodes. The first two seasons, I think, were on there. And then Amazing. You went were an away. OG. Yeah. Kai fan from the beginning. I, OG YouTube boy being like, yo, I use this service. These shows are good. We were like, Mike, that's crazy. <laughs> the only reason I got it was for that show because I was, you know, a lifelong Karate Kid fan, diehard fan. You know, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, easily my probably top three favorite individual movies ever to come out. Now, so I'm loving it. Mike, if you could go back to the first time you watched those movies as a kid or whenever you first watched them, and you could tell your younger self that one day you would see Johnny Lawrence chosen and Mike <laughs> Barnes team up in defense of Daniel Reluso. You would lose your mind, right? It would blow Ugh. my freaking mind, especially if you threw in not only that, but they would be up against John Kreese and Terry Silver once wow. again. Yeah. And I I did stake the claim. Karate Kid 3, Terry Silver, most underrated villain in cinema history. Uh, and we're so glad God. that he's a focal point of this season. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a, it's a treasure to have it. So, yeah, they're a little bit older now, you know, but it's great to have it. And they're doing a great job so far. I mean, it can get a little ridiculous with where are the adults. But other than that, it's a, it's a great, great little show. And I think I really enjoyed season five. I binged it in one night, Colin. How did you kind of go through it? Amazing. I do want to hear that. That's a great question. <laughs> um, I did it in pieces. I, I had said in our last Whatcha, I believe the episode before this, that there were some scenes that made me get a little emotional. Um, since then, since I finished it, Mike, I cried twice, got teary-eyed once. So wow. we'll talk about all that too. But I, I did it in pieces, but was definitely hooked. Gotcha. Well, Jacob, this is how kind about of the you? season of like old enemies coming together right so there's a lot oh of my like God. man these people are finally getting all along it's great but uh yeah i kind of watched it in pieces like over the last week because i just i didn't want to you know blow it all in one night i wanted to stretch it out and make it last but mm -hmm. uh I, it started a little slow for me with the mexico stuff that wasn't my favorite subplot but once you got past that and into like the real meat of the the season i thought it was great yeah yeah, I have heard some people say, oh, the first three episodes or so, a little bit of a slow start. But, you know, I tore through the whole thing. So by the time we were there, we were just off right. to the races. But um, this will be full spoilers for Cobra Kai seasons one through five, Karate Kids one through three, yes. next Karate Kid, anything. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. It feels so complicated to talk about because it seems so big to us because, Mike, I feel so tapped into like everything that was happening to this. I was like, of course, this is what's happening. Or when Jacob was texting us of wait a minute this person is connected to this i had already blew, blew previously texted mike they just got to cleveland i'm screaming uh-huh <laughs> so, uh -huh. it's just this there's there's a lot we i i don't even know how to do it i say let's save our rankings for the seasons for the ends because yes. i want to know how you feel about this thing but I, I don't want anybody to tip our hands of whether or not this was the best this was the worst or anything like that thought it was a good season let's just start there how about you guys? I was there were some standouts for me. We'll, we'll go through the plot, but yeah. I never thought, uh, given how little we talked about Karate Kid Two, that Chosen would be like my favorite character Such on this character. show, like an outstanding yeah. character. And truly, I think the most incredible thing is that they get these actors that played the original characters back. Like, like you said, Mike Barnes, the bad boy of karate. Like, imagine being in a movie in the 80s and then getting a call 30 years later to come be on this Netflix streaming show. People are uh, movie stars. 
They're yeah. just they like like you said they're in one little scene, but it's like whoa! If we're gonna get Mike Barnes back, it's gonna be the guy who played Mike Barnes, and we right. have to very honestly service that character. You're like service the character that the silly guy in Karate Kid Three. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 attention to detail of the original three Karate Kid movies is just insane. Like that they, you know, this world works so well. You know, the MCU. I call it the Miyagi connected universe yeah the Miyagi cinematic universe there you go yeah Um, oh my god yeah that's great the the amount of callbacks again being like a super fan it's like oh man I forgot yeah Daniel's wife is from Ohio that makes perfect sense what (laughs) when did they plant that seed in in season one (laughs) like how long has that been sitting in the studio you know what I'm saying right they're just like in season five we're going to introduce this character which we'll get to yeah Um, I want to talk a little bit about the beginning arc. So we have Miguel going to Mexico to find his father, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I thought this season started a little slow because of this, because it's kind of this random. It's almost like they set it up last season. And they're like, well, now we have to like show him going to Mexico and all this stuff. And it is cool to see like uh, Johnny and Robbie going down to Mexico and, and the bonding basically between Johnny and his two son figures is great. Obviously Ooh, we'll get into that. Yeah. I like that a lot. This and season. you know, yeah. If you would have told me we get Johnny Lawrence versus Kano, you know, I would have been pretty stoked about that because that <laughs> Australian guy who bugs with that's Kano from the Bad Mortal Kombat. But Amazing. That's part in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the the father, like the actual father character to Miguel was like very strange. Like I thought that was kind of a weird subplot where it's like he's like this weird. I don't know if he's doing getting into drugs yeah, or, or Mike, what. Mike, <laughs> what would you guess his his father's job is? My guess is it's something related to cartels and he knows politicians that he's bribing off. And he also, you know, he has a side gig of he also likes underground fight rings. That's just kind of that's not where he makes the most of his money. You know, that's just a little side hustle, I think. And you get a little UFC versus karate, right? And Johnny Lawrence does not like UFC. Yeah, which I don't know if that would turn out the way. (laughs) No, probably not. And that's uh, Eric no. Anders, you know, a UFC fighter. He's like the wolf or whatever. And wow. Just shout out. I got I got to meet him once at a, a military graduation for the Marines. And he's the younger brother of the guy graduating. So shout oh, out, Eric dude, Anders. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. So we cool. also get Tyrone Woodley in this uh, is one of the Tang Sudo oh. sensei. So a couple UFC stars getting in the mix here as well as Kane. Oh, was right. he yeah. eye patch guy, a.k.a. my second favorite I wish. character this season? No, he was... Uh, <laughs> Sensei Odell, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sensei okay. Odell sure. Jr. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I patch <laughs> yeah, guy is great. But so to pull, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll touch on Mexico. To also pull from the MMA world, we're not just getting callbacks to Karate Kid. It's kind of like, hey, man, you like UFC? Here's some, you know, even those kind of martial artists, because I bet they like these movies. They're like, hell yeah, put me in Cobra Kai. Like, I'll right. do a cameo. So anyway, Jacob Mexico, little slow. Well, though, I perhaps. am. Yeah. I, yeah. I am pro Jacob's point of a little slow, but as I had kind of said off air, or maybe I even said in the whatcha, the plot that I was most worried about them doing was we have to get rid of Miguel because uh, Zolo is a huge star now. He's going yeah. to Blue Beetle. Yeah. Didn't end up happening. I no. was very pleased with that, Jacob. That's exactly what I thought, like the cliffhanger of last season of like, oh, he's going to Mexico. He's being written off the show, essentially, mm-hmm. at least for this season. But turned out... No, I guess maybe they thought the Blue Beetle shooting was going to conflict with their schedule more or something. But yeah, uh, I'm glad it didn't because he's obviously one of my favorite characters um, and he's kind of the heart of the whole show. Uh, but, yeah, I think the, the the Mexico stuff wasn't their best writing either. I think this show is 
well written most of the time, but that just seemed like very weird that he just, you know, goes to Mexico, finds this random guy that he, that has his dad's name and then like gets invited to their house to like stay for dinner, like for in like Yeah. Just like this guy just invites him into his life for some reason. It was kind of a little out there, right? He like save the kid from traffic. You gotta suspend disbelief. Yeah. It's like you're literally just running around Mexico looking for someone named like Javier or whatever. It's like Yeah. <laughs> Super um, silly. First moment I cried, let's say, the wrap up here mm-hmm. when he's on the phone with the mom and Zolo is crying, saying, like, I should have listened to you. He was a bad guy. I don't think this is good. Hong Kong sees the lights. It's Johnny Lawrence's car. He yeah. sees his dad, quote unquote, get out of the car. He takes a breath and he says to his mom, I'm going to be home soon. It's going to be OK. Yeah. I found that to be yeah. devastating. That was great. Yeah. And yeah, that was excellent. Just having Robbie and uh, Miguel, who've obviously been enemies since season one, right? And the two broke you know, the his two, back, yeah, paralyzed him. They've Crazy. gone through a lot together. Yeah, but they're they're the two son figures of Johnny Lawrence, and he just wants them to get along. And you know, he's he's I just you know Johnny Lawrence. I love the uh, evolution of his character since season one. He's really grown a lot, right? Yeah, and as we've discussed on the earlier seasons in the Karate Kid episode, it's there was that meme video that said Daniel's the real bully, you know, and Johnny was in, you know, right. but that that kind of took has transformed into this five season show where Johnny is kind of like the main character, especially in the early seasons, he's more of a main character than Daniel is, but now it's more yeah. of an ensemble than ever. But seeing that Johnny shenanigans got you Mexican Coke, I think they're just called Cokes yeah. here, Dad. You know, like right. you get little Johnny isms, it's, it's fun, yeah. it's just a little long, and it does hit the heartstrings when it needs to. Totally. I agree with that, Mike. You just hit my problem with this season in particular the ensemble of it all. There's so many people that they need to service. I do miss the Johnny Anchor stuff. Yeah, there really is now. Like, it's a huge ensemble. And so many of the OG characters have already gone through their arcs and become, like, the better person, right? So now they have these newer characters like Kenny and Tori who are still on the dark side, so to speak. And essentially, Mm -hmm. this whole show is just Star Wars, right? I think about it every time you guys (laughs) say that. Go back to one of our original episodes where they just so clearly lay that out. And it, it is so true. You both are so right on that fact. We've Cobra had, Kai's you know, got blue arcs. and red lights now to make it yeah. really obvious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've had, you know, Hawk, the villain arc. We've had Robbie. And so they need new, you know, new Kylo Ren's to pull back from the dark side, right? So they have Kenny. Tori. Tori this season. And I think Kenny, well, I guess at the end, he sort of learned his lesson. Maybe next season will be the redemption of Kenny. And we have that other, like, that, that very smart girl. Yeah, uh, that they had Devin, an evil uh, thing. Devin, yeah, Devin. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she's getting pulled to the dark side now too. And her job this season is just kind of, or her job for most of the show is just kind of get beat up by the other two main girls in the cast, yeah. right? Yeah, but but she, I like she's her. she's being put into the Kenny role where Robbie is Tori now, where Tori's starting to see that this, you know, she knows that he cheated to win the tournament, so she's like, I don't know about this Cobra Kai stuff. So we need somebody who's buying in that she's trying to be like, hey, you know, you don't want any part of this, do we? You know, right. <laughs> she's like, but you guys are talking about, I hate to say it again, but maybe another problem for me this season, which is sort of the, what is the wrestling parlance that people use where it's like, this person's a body for the this heels girl, and the a jobber, yeah, a jobber. Thank oh, you. Somebody jobber, who takes, yeah. the, comes in and just, loses. you know, I'm going to come in and just take the fall. Yeah. That's yeah. Devin this season. Putting everybody over. Like, <laughs> but to a sad degree. 
Um, yeah. But with Kenny, like I love what they've done with Kenny because if you remember last season, he starts out, his story is essentially identical to Daniel LaRusso, right? Mm-hmm. Moves to a new school. Uh, his dad, I think, is like in the army, so he's not really yep. in his life. So he's like a single parent, basically raised by his mom, bullied at his new school. But unfortunately, his Mr. Miyagi was Terry Silver. So it didn't end up, you know, going that well for him. Right. What and, if Daniel had been able to join Cobra Kai? Like, what if Johnny wasn't a part of that? And he went and learned from Kreese the, the and then wrong way. he started way. bullying Johnny Lawrence. Wise old <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Just yeah. having needing that figure in your life. And I'll also say, how lucky are they this season uh, that Kenny, just in between filming, really seemed to go through puberty. He's he, oh, uh, yeah. he is. He's become like someone where you're like, I believe, yes, a little more these fights he's doing. And he's so, one of the better, I think, martial artists of the cast, too. Like some of the, some of the, you could tell, like Robbie takes it very seriously. You know, Tori's pretty yeah. good. Sam, like, you know, there's Miguel. a lot of standouts, Miguel. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, um, it's a good angle. And you also tie in, obviously, showing how smart Silver is. They're so great at playing his character, right? Because he's like. Oh, your dad's in the military. Oh, I'm military. You know, he kind of he knows how to get into someone's psyche, you know, and, and pull those yeah. strings. And he does that with Kenny, you know, because he has that military kind of right. background too. And you know, speaking of Terry Silver, let's just talk about him. Like, yeah, my I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think he's a better, more intimidating villain than Crease. Right? I have, he's more I physically intimidating. Yeah, uh, because he is younger. Obviously, he's more physically he's super tall and he's just very muscular, even for his age. And he's just very physically intimidating to me. Yeah. And he was actually, you know, a martial artist like back right. in Karate Kid 3. So he kind of he, he he knows the muscle memory. And that, as I said, most underrated villain in cinema history, he is 100 percent more threatening, more effective and more dangerous than John Kreese was in Karate yeah. Kid 1. Like so that shows here too the way he literally takes over the school and throws Crease under the bus at the end of last season because he is the more dangerous of the two. Um, totally. Yeah. And again, if you remember from our Karate Kid three episode, the ages are super weird of what you think yeah. the actors are. Like Thomas Ian Griffin is actually a year younger than Ralph Macchio, which just That's blows right. my mind every time I think <laughs> oh, of that. Oh God, crazy. no! I can't. Every yeah. time I block that out, stop reminding <laughs> me of that. Yeah. yeah, they're essentially the same age, and uh, but he's Danny boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like twenty-seven in Karate Kid Three, so he was, is, he was just a very baby-faced uh, twenty. Here's why I'm going to date your cousin and not you. <laughs> yeah, oh, how yeah. old is she? Jessica Andrews um, was sixteen. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. back to Ohio. You're weird. Yeah, they had an eleven-year uh, age, <laughs> age difference cap. in that movie. But he doesn't look like it, you know, when you watch it. He does look young, but anyway. No, I mean, and just the fact that Jacob just called him ripped for his age. So watching this season this time, where obviously the the first and second season are kind of a remake of Karate Kid, the first movie. Mm -hmm. That third season on Netflix, you get a little bit of the uh, Karate Kid Part 2 stuff. A little more this season as well, 4 and 5. But uh, Mm -hmm. 3, like Mike said. You're introduced to the real Karate Kid Parts 3 stuff in the last season. And then this one, it's like, you know, Terry Silver's our guy, right? Mm-hmm. Watching it this time, I, you are, I am just so disappointed by society. I mean, this guy, this actor is so good. The yeah. fact that, you know, fucking uh, Steven Seagal, a guy who can barely put a fucking sentence together. 
you know, got a movie career as a star opposed to this guy. And now, Jacob, did you just watch Vampires, the John Carpenter movie where he's I did watch that recently. Yeah. Wow. And he crushes it. Even back then. He plays the main vampire. He's like very intimidating again. That's perfect for him. Huge guy. Yeah. He crushes it. And like I said, I think probably in our last episode, you know, related to Cobra Kai, like I'm just surprised he was never a bigger star like in the 90s. Like he was he was a good looking guy. sense. He's charismatic. He can act. He can do martial arts. Like, yeah, doesn't make any sense, man. Should've I don't know how that happened. Yeah, people need to put respect on his name. Uh, hopefully, this season gets it done because we get to see, you know, obviously to bring the plot back going. You know, the center is silver. Like they had infighting in the last season. Now it's fully silver. He's got the money. He's expanded. He won the tournament. Cheated a little bit. Tori probably would have won him anyway, but. He's he's expanding. That's our bias on this podcast <laughs> against a certain character that we'll maybe talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the, the 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 trajectory of the season. After we get um, Miguel back from Mexico, is yeah. How do we stop Terry Silver's new form of Cobra Kai? He's brought in some Tang Sudo uh, senseis, one with an eye patch. Very brought weird. In some muscle too. Yep, yep. So Daniel brought Chosen. So that's kind of the thing we're dealing with. But to seeing the way Silver moves, it's so perfect for the way yeah. he acts in Karate Kid 3. What do you think about this, Jacob? He's just very athletic. Uh, Even like the moves he makes, like in the, the psychological oh, chess oh, game. Yeah. Like it's yes, more than fighting, right? Here. Yes. Well, first of all, how how happy do you think the writers were when they went back and watched Karate Kid 3 and they like, had that oh one God. line where he's like, oh, I learned from Master Kim, you know, whatever, the, yeah. the Korean guy. And they can use that single line, throwaway line from Karate Kid 3, pull that into the whole world of, of Cobra Kai. And now they have this whole, uh, like, evil Korean lady that's like his his apprentice now. Hey, any average viewer <laughs> yep. who's like, why is this so serious? What, like, these people are good at karate. What are you talking about? And it's like, these writers go like, Okay. Hmm. Do you think there's any way we can do like a Kill Bill style flashback where we're shown that like <laughs> they have like the wisest, most ancient master who taught them like how to kill with just like the idea of karate? And you're like, yeah, of course, throw it in there. Yeah. yeah and no. this whole philosophy in Karate Kid 3 of like shaping yourself through pain by like punching glass and shit. Like, turns out that's actually part of a bigger philosophy of this Korean karate style. Uh, that this lady comes in, who she's, I think, the daughter of the the sensei or whatever. We right. see a little girl in the flashback <laughs> who wants to yeah. watch, and he moves the pot out of the way, and it gives her a wink, like, yeah, study this pain thing. Right. <laughs> I also saw out. this woman, just sorry, real quick, Jacob, yeah. uh, in a thumbnail on a YouTube video where it says, Cobra Kai, go woke, go broke. So I just want to <laughs> point out fucking morons real quick. Keep going. God. Sure. And to be uh, an, a quick uh, errata. Um, sure. It's not karate. It's Tang Sudo. It's, which is, yeah, you know, it's a right. Korean martial art. Yeah. So to be fair, but, yes. um, you know, they called a Kung Fu movie, the Karate Kid. So I blame Hollywood. But anyway, Tang Sudo. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's distinct from Taekwondo, you know, which is more kick focused, the foot fist right. way. So Tang Sudo is a little more similar, I guess. It's more fist striking kind of stuff to karate. But yeah, so it's a its own martial art but it, that's neither here nor there he learned from and this korean master in a black market mike like i assume it's a yeah legal. yeah you have to only uh yeah you have to sign a lot of waivers but the fact that they very you know, pulled this all from that one line of karate one single three, line like i studied under this master and was able to kind of extrapolate that into his whole 
you know, deal. And then also his bigger plan of joining this like world karate tournament that's going to propel it, you know, karate as this huge sport in America. Like he actually does have this bigger plan for world domination, which <laughs> yes, Colin, I want to ask you about this because it's incredible to see is sure. would he have just turned the key on this plan if he won the tournament in Karate Kid 3? Was this always like his end game? <laughs> well, he well, we gives a big speech. Yeah. yeah, he does give those big speeches in flashbacks. There's going to be a Cobra Kai dojo in every part. Um, yeah, he yeah, was thinking about the, the Sekai Tatakai or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Sekai Takai. Yeah. He, yeah, all Chris wanted to do was win the All Valley Tournament. That's literally yeah. all he wanted to do. And Silver's yeah, like, big no, we dreams. Can, yeah, we could have Cobra Kai's all over America, you idiot. Like, yeah, come on, think bigger. But then uh, you see the flashback, too. Thing. He's got his ascot. And he's like, hey, man, you want to fucking go global? He's like, nah. He's like, all right. All right. <laughs> Remember, Johnny you're my boy, boy Crease. Yeah, yeah. But he always wanted to reach for the stars with this. So I think if he wins Karate Kid 3, he would have just enacted this plan immediately. And it would have yes. been very similar to the way it looks Seems now. Seems like it. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Last thing I just want to say about Thomas Ian Griffin. I don't think this is ever going to do anything for Martin Cove, this show. You know, I don't yeah. think it like, I think like maybe you get like Hallmark, you know, where you're like the grandpa or like something in Christmas movies or something. But, you know, Thomas Ian Griffin, who was never like a person who had substance abuse issues, which is sort of what drove Martin Cove off in, you know, popularity in Hollywood, let's say. Again, I just don't understand. I, you see these people cast on these Star Wars shows, these Marvel shows. Fucking Jacob, however old you said he is, what, 55, 65 or 60. whatever? Him Fucking, and Ralph Bacchio are both 60. Now. Wow. <laughs> I, again, I cannot hear that. Make him <laughs> the villain of whatever next thing. This guy is so incredibly good. And I just bought – I there are, it seems like some people are like, this is a crazy plot. Uh, once again, you're fake fans because you have not watched Karate Kid Part 3. Then. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's totally in line with the Totally in line with the totally tone. This <laughs> what this maniac does. And yeah. I would I would even give – I would love to hear the writers say, oh, these are the scenes where you can notice that he's back on cocaine. You know, we're not actually allowed to say it because it's a Netflix show. But like right. he blasted a rail and then he mm-hmm. fucking thought he could throw a trophy at Daniel and do karate at him. It's like, he no, did that before even yeah, Chosen came over. This is what he did right when the door. <laughs> Bell ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Kung Fai. What'd you say? <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Anyway, Jacob. <laughs> no, but like they, what they actually can show in the show is crazy. Like they they say fuck in the show. Yes. They have mm-hmm. a, a sword fight where. Yeah, Joseph violence. Gets fucked up. Yeah. This Fingers is, get let's cut say off. again, maybe the. Oh, that was crazy. The most popular show on Netflix for the teenage demographic, I believe. They do have those numbers where people are like, why do they dump so much into this? Like when I'm talking to my dad about Karate mm-hmm. Kid, I'm like, you fool, it's the greatest. It is. Well, Netflix was very smart to like just like be like, oh, YouTube Red's going under. Let's just pull this show out and just keep, you know, keep the same showrunners and everything and just expand it. And it's been a success, I think. And, and Jacob, the difference is on something where Neil Gaiman is begging and tweeting a celebrated author every day going like, please watch my show and leave a rating. I would love yeah. to make another season of Sandman. Like, how much does Cobra Kai cost? It is like, like you said, oh, sure, people less. who yeah. should not be movie stars who are very excited to be in something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do karate in like two by four sets that are built around them, basically. It's a, yeah. it's a TV cast for sure. But I mean, I think they all do a good job in their roles. And I think the choreography, I think, was especially good this season. The best and, it's been. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like really Even the older guys fighting. Time on that. Yeah. And I mean, there's some really good battles in this season. 
Um, yeah, it's no, it, it, it's solid. So let, so we got our villains. We got um, the the daughter of of Silver's master is kind of the other running this dojo with him now that Crease is gone. Uh, what about the the heroes side? Right, we got um, Johnny, Daniel, and Chosen now hanging out, and they're kind of figuring out how they can get back, uh, but they can't really yeah. operate their dojo, technically speaking. So that's kind of one obstacle they're dealing with here. Yeah, and there's a whole kind of plot where, you know, everyone thinks Daniel's kind of going crazy with his obsession to Silver, and then his wife goes and visits Ohio, and then her cousin's like, no, like, you don't understand. Like, this guy Silver is fucking crazy. Yeah. So you, hey, you remember how I used to tell you that I was so into rock climbing back in the day? Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. This is the and guy who tried to kill us. Remember the story about the bonsai trees? Yeah. Oh my, that was Terry Silver. Yeah. yeah. Say it, Listen, Jacob. Can we Who talk is about Liz? Jessica when went, Andrews. When, yes, it's it's Jessica Andrews, played by the same actress, Robin Lively, who, by the way, is Blake Lively's sister. I don't know if you know that. I didn't um, know that. Wild. Older? But yeah, older. Um, but they're half sisters, but they have the same father. But Right, uh, right, right. Uh oh, is she also in Teen Witch? She was, yeah. That was like her other I do role. know her. Okay, yeah, okay. I do know her. And, uh, yeah, so his wife is like, I need some time away. You're acting crazy. Uh, we're going to go back to see my Taking family the kids with Ohio. my aunt. Yeah. <laughs> and to yeah. Jacob, uh, the Browns, a flag of yes. the Cleveland Browns as we go past a bar. Yes. Browns, Cavs, Ohio State stuff in this bar. Yeah, I'm like, this Literally, is the most California, Ohio bar I've ever seen. Yeah. All right, put some fucking yeah. Brown posters up. But yeah, if you're you watching our video, literally the poster that I have behind me here, the brownie elf back here, same exact poster that's in that bar. Which famously but, uh, is now in the 50 yard line of the Browns field, you know? So yes. there we go. Brownie. We brownie it's elf. the year yeah. of Brownie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we love that little elf. Uh, we sure do. Yeah, they go into so this hold on, hold on. Bar. He had telling me, Daniel, a guy that I used to know who I introduced you guys to, and I definitely didn't date, but I always kind of liked, and you know me, I've always kind of been around. You're telling yeah. me he's fighting somebody named, what'd you say his name is again? The bad boy of karate, Mike Bonds, and of course the devious <laughs> Terry Silva? <laughs> You're like, yeah. wow. You <laughs> really remembered that weekend yeah well i mean when you get your life threatened on a waterfall by the bad boy of karate you know and there's a fight in the nightclub stuff you know you're gonna remember that yeah Yeah. but when she came in and they were like oh this is your cousin obviously i was like blew my mind blowing my mind i screamed i I was more excited than like seeing abomination in like dr (laughs) sang chi right i was like more excited than something like that you know chosen's back <laughs> Jessica Andrews Wong is yeah yeah so literally this Kamiko. yeah I just need Daniel, snake Daniel stayed friends with with and Jessica Dennis. Andrews they stayed pen pals or whatever and eventually she introduced him to now. her slightly older cousin yeah and they eventually if, got married if you listen to our second Karate Kid episode which is the one before this. Uh, or I'm sorry our our, our yeah. Karate Kid episode the one where we go through the trilogy of movies. Um, you will hear me ask you guys in the third one if that is the woman he ended up marrying. And you guys go like, no, no, no. Amazingly, he pulls a different woman. Now, they honor. He has a that, different 
love interest but, in every yeah. movie and then but in the they at show. least do the plausibility of like we know it's been outrageous we know it's been outrageous he clearly just asked this girl it's his cousin or it's her cousin you're like yeah, yeah i guess that does make sense they've like mike said they brought up ohio before they have planted the seeds they're just yeah. waiting for her to come back but it is perfect though it's like it's like they set up and pay off, even if they waited, because it's just like you said. Yeah. Oh, you're you're moving to California. You know uh, that uh, if you want to hang out with somebody, that guy Daniel. You know he's a nice guy. You know he wants to run a bonsai shop. You know hit him up. You know whatever. Right. I can see that being feasible. You don't know anybody in L.A. I know one person. You know. <sighs> oh my it, god. It makes total sense. And of course, yeah. you know Amanda would be from Ohio. She seems like a very Ohio kind of person. She does. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where um, was Hillary Swank from? Where does that movie take place, Mike? Looking. I guess that's the only that, other person it could have been. Give right? me a minute. Still in California. Well, I mean, that maybe that's the season six. <laughs> well, right? Did I so mention my sister? And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. But <laughs> Daniel and her never met. She just knew right. Miyagi, right? Right. So it's it's in Boston, it seems like. It's uh, Boston. Because so Miyagi, Miyagi goes what there. What will bring Boston. our crew to see, in season six to Boston, I wonder? Or you just got to bring, you know, uh, Julie Pierce yeah. to california for some reason yeah they could do it i mean they brought ali back they can bring here's the thing yeah i want i want elizabeth shoe i want is her name kimiko did i say it right is that the kimiko yeah i want her okay i want chosen i -hmm. want mike barnes i want terry silver i'm not saying he's redeemed maybe he's there in handcuffs i want martin (laughs) cove i want every living person (laughs) i want all the young cobra kai people too I want them all around a big table just go like, Daniel LaRusso, what a crazy life you have had. And I want that to be the last season. That, season yeah, and Terry's realized. getting pulled off. Yeah, oh, and yeah. then he's in. He goes to heaven, I would imagine. It's Eric's lost or something. Yeah, well, no. So in season three, they had, you know, Chosen and, and uh, Kimiko, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Season four, they bring in Terry Silver. Now season five, we got Jessica. Was that her name? And then we yep. got... Mike Barnes, the bad boy mm-hmm. of karate, and every season has just been Daniel confronting shop. his old rivals and basically just befriending them. Yeah, and he's got. A, about, he's got I a, love that. Yeah. Mike Barnes. Yeah, Mike Barnes, bad boy of karate. Hey, make a wish, Daniel. You know the breaker of the bonsai, as is also known. You know, um, he's back, and I think he's great. He's in it less than I expected, but I think he's used really well. The whole yeah, introduction, he's more of a cameo, but yeah, he has a role in the in the finale. He shows up, yes. you know, Lando Calrissian style when they need him most. Um, right, but I think I, he's and, great. And so is he hard to get though, Mike? What do you th- What do you think that is? Or just well, he's just like didn't... a soap opera actor mostly. Like he's really like so he's somebody who's just like three, still going soap operas and stuff. Really, yeah. Like oh, he's, okay. in stuff. he's just not a big name, right? I just kept thinking, could they just not figure out a way to use him more? Because I would have liked a little more Mike Barnes. Hmm. Well, we probably get that next season, maybe. But uh, I mean, that well, next season he'll be his great. bodyguard. Like he'll be his best friend. <laughs> like he's right. Yeah. Johnny Lawrence, like every rival that Daniel's ever had, he befriends and they join up together. And they do every like fantasy matchup. Like it's a little convoluted, but it's like chosen versus Mike Barnes, you know, like, fuck yeah. You know, like we have to make up a reason for it to happen. It's a big misunderstanding, but you get it right. Like they they deliver on every one of those. 
but fantasy conversations too, Mike. I will put my uh, hat in the ring and say best episode this season for me was the Night Out episode where all the adults get to go celebrate. We haven't yes. said it yet, but Johnny Lawrence has some exciting news about his yeah. family. We'll talk about that a little more when That's we talk right. about the Robbie Miguel relationship. But um, the scene of him and Chosen going like, Oh, and this annoying kid, he wouldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, I did some fucking karate out of a chosen. It's like, oh, you're like, oh, you <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, really? And like, they're just like. The, we fought the, to the death. Yeah. Daniel <laughs> came in and stole my girl. Right. Made me look stupid. Time. <laughs> like, me but too. The fact that you can, in a walk, bond by summing up each other's movies to each other of how you tried to destroy one kid's life uh-huh. you is so funny. Well, what I find interesting yes. is all the villains, right? The adult villains, Crease and Silver, they're still bad. But all the villains that were younger in the movies, they've all grown up and learned. And been like, man, I did some uh, yeah. bad shit when I was a kid. Like, Chosen learns his lesson, Johnny Lawrence, and now Mike, Mike Barnes. Barnes. And it's just like, you actually can change. Like, you, like this whole show is about befriending your bully basically and finding common ground and being like, we don't have to be rivals. We don't have to be enemies. We can be friends. And that's what I think is great about it. Yeah, that is, that is a great message. And I think, you know, teens, you know, growth, the original movie does have that believe in yourself kind of message and, and personal growth, but it doesn't have uh, setting aside your differences, which I think is a very important lesson to learn as well. You know, yeah. Le- learn when and to like leave chosen. well enough alone. Yeah. And like Johnny Lawrence <laughs> is a great character chosen is like one of my favorite characters now and he was like oh, yeah i did some fucked up shit like i tried to kill you <laughs> when uh, i was a kid and now we're best friends i was cheating with the scales to underpay farmers for shit like he was doing all <laughs> hey, kinds of shady stuff bring in the yeah. ice blocks bring in the ice blocks no <laughs> yeah. no no i don't think this place has ice blocks and then his and drunken call is the drunken phone call Mike. Yeah. so we're really tying these worlds together of and i don't think making it too small i think once again really honoring the character of you have chosen once again giving a speech of I was dishonorable at a point. And yeah. it's been different from this perspective we've had this whole time. It's not just the influence of his uncle, which, again, we kind of learn and understand. We, we saw his flashback and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like it was not very good, his upbringing with that type of karate. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a little more similar you, to Silver's training. Like it's physically painful that the methods right? that they learn, right? Yeah. Um, but you, you just – you get him – saying like i betrayed my emotions by not being honest about the fact that i have really loved you for a long time and it seems like we might get that scene i want in season six where they all just sit down for thanksgiving now i'm hoping to take mm-hmm. them together and just like eat a meal and kimiko is there and it's it, it yeah. would be wonderful you do it after they win the sekai takai uh, they're all right. in Japan. It's great, but I, when they when they faked us out, is there, there be, is a dude. sword fight. I was so scared because it's after that phone call. I'm like, you will not break my heart, show. Like you would not take him. And that right. and that's such an interesting question. I'll ask both of you, Mike. Did you ever think this show would get to the stakes of can they kill off main characters? Mm. Yeah, and there's actually two death fakeouts this season, right? Mm-hmm. You have. Crease at the end. I literally thought Crease was they killed Crease off. I was like, I, guess, I, I thought know. Chosen. I didn't think he was going to die. I thought he was probably just going to be seriously injured. But Crease, I was like, ah, oh, they killed this old man off. I guess I thought they would kill Chosen. Yeah, I thought there was a chance. Just the way they set it up, and they just they're preoccupied with other fights. Where it's it's conceivable they'd be like, oh, we did it, we won. Where's Chosen? And then they walk to the pool, and it's like the saddest scene ever. 
Um, that but would they didn't be, do that. Would, it would be a real shame to lose that character because he's such a great character and he's a really good actor. And like, I just love that character so much now after this season. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to he seeing more. He basically comes to America just to defend Daniel Reluso, you know, the guy that he had a, this beef with a long time ago. And, you know, wow, what a great guy chosen. Can, and, can I, you um, know, I want to well, mention I a say real payoff. Quick, you go ahead first. Oh, sorry, I just want to say, Mike, you set up um, the lack of teaching this season because, of course, with their bet or whatever, they're not allowed to. Mm-hmm. My last great fact about Chosen that I'll say is, He's the only one you see teaching the students. So it is very mm. cool that he is the quote unquote Miyagi this season. Yeah. Yeah. Protect absolutely. the egg. Mm-hmm. We get a little bit at the end too. And that, and that plays a key part, like in, you know, the climax yeah. of this too. So they learned, um, they learned and they applied it. Right. And that's set up and payoff, which leads into the point too. Cause he's essentially just like sleeping on the couch and he's like, this is not comfortable. So what does Mike Barnes happen to do as a job? own a furniture store it's like oh this is perfect that's where we're gonna get his new sleeping arrangement we'll buy it from mike barnes oh Oh, man how did i love that uh the training scene the protect the egg scene is really good too because it also has anthony larusso daniel's son who we've previously established like not good at karate cheated on like the chores thing that you're supposed to go through right Mm -hmm. and kind of you know not like kind of a piece of shit kid right now but Taking learning and trying to get better obviously mm-hmm. was a bully to kenny and stuff originally now getting bullied by kenny um but the whole protect the egg thing he's the one to figure out oh we need to stand together they can't defeat us together yeah so i love that moment too they play into their strengths you know he's the tech kid quote Use unquote he uploads the youtube video that of yeah. course you two who work with youtube you know that like those come in like security footage where as it gets downloaded, like the pixels, course, yeah. like, oh, it's getting it's, sharp. It's blurred oh, the video's out. Yeah. watchable now. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly how it works. Yeah. Yeah. We can't leave the room. Once it's uploaded, we have to wait for it to fully process. Right. <laughs> You're yeah. always stuck the Wi-Fi. Um, throw it out a window yeah, to finale, one person you have outside. <laughs> but, right. There's a lot of crazy plots going on in the, like the last two episodes. Right. But I do love the, the, scene where they all go out to celebrate all the adults and they're all together and it's just like yeah chosen and johnny lawrence hanging out with their old rival danny like i can't get enough of that shit like that's my favorite part of this it's season for sure wild let's bring up i guess the rest yeah. of the what i would say plot wise in the middle stuff before we wrap up is yeah. johnny lawrence miguel robbie um johnny's gonna be a dad he found yeah. out that he's gonna have a kid right and there's somebody new right. coming to their life he knows that these two boys are about to quote unquote become brothers he needs to mend this thing. He makes him fight it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this is a, a rivalry that's gone on since the beginning, right? Where Robbie, his real, his biological son, and Miguel, his essentially adopted son, who's mm-hmm. more of a son figure in the first couple episodes or seasons than Robbie is because Robbie's kind of estranged. He, w- he was a bad father when Robbie was younger. Now he's trying to make up for it, raise Miguel like a better father. And now Miguel's soon to be brother. Uh, I think it's just great, man. Like all this family stuff, man. I love it. Yeah. And Johnny Lawrence, seeing, family man. Right. And seeing him clean up his apartment and he's like, you know, uh, to, to go from the mountains of Coors Banquet to like yeah. only a few. It's pretty incredible to see that growth out of Johnny. You know, he's got new furniture and even his ex-wife is like, is this, did you do all this? He's like, yeah, yeah I did. he's I'm growing Lawrence, baby. as a person. <laughs> yeah. And you know, he wants his two sons to get along. They still kind of hate each other at the beginning of the season. He 
makes this whole escape room to try to, you know, trick them into being friends. Like he's going out of, out of course banquet boxes, mind you. Like I yeah, love the, course. the dedication to the brand. <laughs> yeah. They need to fight it out instead. Now, Jacob, mm-hmm. this was my tear up moment of the mm. franchise of the series. This watch through um, the payoff of the fight, which was very heavily promoted in the trailers. So it really mm. built up. Like, are these people going to be, you know, fighting the whole season? And again, we didn't really know how much Miguel was going to be in it. I was like, Oh my mm-hmm. God. I right. want to get to the friend stuff, but I'm really feeling this or whatever. Um, when he kind of kicks him and he's kind of at the edge of the apartment and he has that flashback to the fall and he's just breathing so hard and stuff. I was like, fuck, Miguel is really working through some shit right now. And if yeah. he get across the line, like you, you're, you're wondering like, oh, Miguel, please don't, you know, and Johnny's downstairs. Right. So I hate seeing it. my boy like that, man. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's tough for Robbie too. Cause Robbie has been dealing with like this guilt and he's like, the shame, you know, it was the worst day of your life, but, Maybe it'll make you feel better to know there was the worst day of my life too. You know. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's good that's stuff. good character stuff, man, and it's, yeah. uh, it's emotionally driven. And, uh, and then they're best friends the rest of the season. It's exactly what I want, Mike. And then it's, now, it's, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, this is really the season where like all the main kid characters became friends again after like seasons of like oh they're on Cobra Kai, they're on whatever. Like there was the whole love square with. Those two. Yeah, let's call it the D plot with Sam and, you know, Tori, who I don't want. Here's the thing. I want to talk about Tori. I don't want to drag her down because she's obviously part of Sam's plot. And that just makes her one of the weaker aspects of the show. But I love Tori. Sam, whatever. Their fight. Who cares? Sam. Yeah. If you've listened to the previous episodes, Sam's one of my least favorite characters for sure. Unfortunately, nothing against the actors, but you pray. No, definitely not. You just pray for redemption each season. And still it's stuff like, remember that time I got scratched, mom, my life is crazy. (laughs) And it's like, yes, we all know. Well, that's your Ohio mom should have taught you better. You're very California right now, Sam. And I don't like it. I even like your mom better. Uh huh. The whole Reluso family is kind of like entitled Californias, except for the mom who's like the down to earth oh, Ohio. Excuse mom. me, <laughs> excuse yeah. me, Jacob. At one point where she tag team does a move with her dad, she says Jersey strong and he high fives her. That's right. Proving yeah. that she like identifies as being a Jersey girl, even though it's like, girl, yeah. first season, you were like scared of getting like a DUI in your daddy's like car and stuff. Yeah. Rich Valley girl. You and then grew even up in, in the valley. Season, like, I want to like her more, but even in this season, she, like, breaks up with Miguel, but then gets mad I that need he's, to focus like, kissing on another girl at a party. I actually hate like, karate, and I love you, and I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Oh. yeah it's, like, it's always something with her, man. I don't Jesus. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not, not a huge fan, but, you know, there, there's... I mean, it's good to see everybody friends again. Again, we get now all three kind of... Or, you know, the philosophy of Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do yeah. and Okinawan, like, all mixed together because they're making a bid to get into the Tatakai, you know, the big uh, yeah. tournament, too, or instead of Cobra Kai, right? So, that, so that's going on. But, well. Mike, all those characters we just mentioned, I love them all to death. I'm doing things where I'm like, Robbie is a huge part of this season, but I want more. I'm not really getting enough of him. Oh, there's Hawk, my favorite character. Oh, Hawk and Robbie are talking to each other. Hey, you remember what it was like to be in Cobra Kai? That's right, I do. Okay, yeah. well, that was the one thing they said to each other all season. Okay, interesting. And then it'll well, keep going and we'll get more and more. But I feel like one of those people who's obsessed in like cartoon worlds, Jacob, like online phantoms where you're like, here's the whole fictional backstory I came up with. Because it's like, I want to see these characters interact. They're pretending right. they do. But they they do interact more as friends in this season. It's, it's almost like the Avengers where it's like... <laughs> 
you know, there was like the Civil War or whatever. But now, guess what? Iron Man and Captain America, they're yeah. again. You know? <laughs> Ant-Man's sharing a beer with Thor. You see yeah. him in the back of that scene. Uh, yeah. That counts for something. And you're like, I guess they've interacted. I guess that's right. true. It does yeah. seem like it's focused more on the adult plots, you know, this more this season, season for which sure. I'm, I'm yeah. okay with personally because I'm a but big I legacy a guy. Of, yeah, a lot of No, you love the teen drama, Mike. <laughs> A lot of the OG teens have already worked through their issues, so they're like all yes. on the good side. Now. Like so you have, said, like, like, is it like they have Tori and Kenny, who are like the last two, and Devin, I guess, are like the three named characters still on Cobra Kai that are like, we need to get them back from the dark side. Right. And there's no help Robbie... in Kyler. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck Kyler. No, Mike, he's gone. Kyler, <laughs> I can't believe he's still on the show. He's got a very no, punchable, smug him, face. Good job, actor. Maybe, well, he'll get redeemed it. season six with how we're going. But, uh, like, we'll get Robbie, right? And he'll have his Miguel subplot. But then, tr- so true to what you're saying, Jacob, all his other lines will be like, hey, take it easy on Tori. I remember what it was like being in Cobra Kai. I used to be bad. Do you remember that? And people are like, yes, we remember. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. it's fine. You had Hawk. Hawk was the first Kylo Ren. Hey. Then you had Robbie. Hey, I used to be bad. bad. Mm-hmm. See the color of this mohawk? It's not yeah. red anymore. I'm a good guy. Yeah. Hawk? Okay. Hawk's had a great arc like, there. Sure. Well, can we talk then about he another? he becomes a jobber. Well, yeah. so sort of. He's still going to be main. But I do want to talk about another former Cobra Kai student who has a full arc in this season, you know? Any ideas? Talking uh, Stingray? Hell yeah, I'm talking Stingray. But then Hell we're spending yeah. so much time on like this redemption bike where I'm like, I'm fucking stoked Stingray's back. This is incredible. That's like, he said, like, he starts one episode going, hey, aren't you Daniel LaRusso? And literally by the end of it, he goes, watch out, Mr. L. I got these guys. And I'm yeah. like, wow, this is well, he like, never really dude, had, just going so fast. Yeah. He never really had a relationship with Daniel Russo because he was a OG Cobra Kai guy. Of course not. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but he's, he plays into, because we haven't really talked about what Kreese is doing. So they're kind of in parallel, yes. obviously. So so the, the Stingray arc is tied with Kreese's arc, which is kind of the last thing I think to mention. But um. He, you know, lied. Silver beat the shit out of him. And he, Silver said, you tell the cops it was Crease, and then I'll take care of you, right? Get you a car, get you a house. I'll get you Johnny's actual car. You know, he's, he has a car guy. Remember when he had to pick out his dumpy truck and shit? He had his car guy bring yes, options. Yes. So that <laughs> ties in. Still got Johnny <laughs> Lawrence's car. Yeah, so he's full and straight. He's got a mansion. the master who taught me so dang song is. Like, yeah. Oh, Whoa. Of course, he made all his money from... You know, nuclear, nuclear waste. illegal <laughs> chemical waste d- yeah. dumping. Yep. Uh, it's incredible. Says there's a lot of money to be made. You're like, oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. So Stingray, that's where I he's kinda, at. Yeah. I kind of can't believe Stingray is still coming back to the show. Cole Walter Hauser, probably the biggest name in this cast when it comes to like actors <laughs> that have been in movies and stuff like he was in Cruella. He was in that mm-hmm. uh, Boston bombing movie or whatever that yeah. Clint Eastwood, um, you know, he's he's had a bigger career in the last five years than most of the cast of this show. So good on him for coming back, I guess. Yeah. But he's having, uh, you know, the kids kind of press him a little bit, you know, they're trying to talk to him. Daniel's trying to talk to him at one point, like, Hey man, just flip, just flip on silver. We need dirt on silver to get him out of the picture. Like we, we, we know what's going on. Right. So they're trying to get him to flip and he does a D and D metaphor. Stranger things. Shout out. I'm sure. Yes. Netflix. Dungeons and aware. dojos. You mean that's Dungeons and dojos. That's he right. The dwarvish monk. The dojo master. Even <laughs> yeah. the dungeon is still in the phrase. They yes. figure His, all this out because 
the little blonde haired kid who has been in this show since the first episode, but maybe Bert. had three lines. Yeah, Bert. Bert. Goes Bert. Like, hey, Stingray's my best friend. Let's go over there. And they're like, you got it, Bert. You're one of our, our best friends. Yeah. And I fucking love you. Because he was still in Cobra Kai, I guess, when Stingray was there. He's yeah. like, oh, man, my buddy Bert. But uh, yeah, when he's telling the story of the dwarven monk. And the master beating him up. Like, it is sad. Right. Like, that he has to process <laughs> it. He has to process his trauma cry. through D&D. Yeah, I was like, my yeah. God, Stingray. He's like a big nerd. He's wearing a Link yeah. uh, Zelda shirt, right? Yes. Yep. Um, Don't yeah. call him. I love all the background characters that are still in the show from season one, like Bert. <laughs> penis breath like the ones all from our the first and this is jacob when bert starts talking where in my mind i go oh shit we haven't seen fucking penis breath or whatever the fucking whatever that other whatever uh, names they get mm-hmm. well, there's another big kid where i'm like yeah you know yeah. like that other guy yeah. and then of course they're setting up in our mind to be like you don't even realize it i'm not here i'm fucking penis breath and they're like mitch you fucking piece of shit get out of here yep yep yeah because they're like, why'd you turn on us, penis breath? Oh, maybe because you call me penis breath all the time. Yeah, you fucking idiots. Yep. But yeah, like I think Tyler Daniel called him that. Since season one, they're Mr. like, when you dated, dated my sister. Kyler right? tried to jump Johnny in season one. Yeah. yeah. Outside of a liquor store. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Old man. Yeah, wild. Um, but th- this kind of sets to crease stuff, though. Um, he's in jail, right? And he's been hanging out with Tori, so... There's a little bit of subterfuge Tori. happening there. Yes. Slow burn. We go a couple Tor- episodes without seeing John Kreese, and then, of course, right. it's revealed mole in the system, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was set up last season where Tori is kind of his – or he, he, his, he his her mentor kind of yeah. is taking on this adopted grandfather role, and so she doesn't strange. really trust anybody except John Kreese for some reason because he helped her out with – you know, she's struggling with her mom being sick and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he understands where she's coming from growing up, you know, poor and, and didn't have all the nice things that the, you know, LaRusso's had and everything. Or the silvers, um, you know? Yeah. They had to and work he, for he, he claims that it was all for Johnny. Like he kind of yes. does seem to have some type of real affection for Johnny. He's not evil completely yet. You know? Yeah. So it's like he cares about his students at least somewhat. And they show that with a flashback. So he's not a complete well, asshole like silver flash. Is. Back, but let's also talk about the CGI. So we're getting mm-hmm. this attempt at a redemption arc with Martin Cove's character, right? Where it's, he's in, you know, uh, I, I like low. I don't. You see it like all over. It's like California low stakes penitentiary, something low like security I, prison. Yeah, uh, but I'm like, what? What was this? Is insane, but because there are very dangerous people with him, it seems like. But he's getting. He's in right. these um, psychological sessions where he's seeing a psychiatrist and going like, oh, you know. It's this is the reason I did this. Uh, you know, you're not breaking me, blah, blah, blah. And Mike, we go through. He sees Gertrude or whatever, his old love, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some other people he's let down in the past. And then we get a completely de-aged Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. I think it looks all right. Yeah. I mean, technology getting there. Netflix? Yeah. I give him full credit for that. And that whole scene, it's um, it's interesting to see Kreese confronting his... Uh, his demons, let's say. I don't think he's yeah, I think, accepted them, but he's looking at them. I think with Kreese, they've sort of retconned the character a little bit from what he was originally, where he was very much more two-dimensionally just a bad guy in the original. But mm-hmm. probably they've drunk. given him more depth of like, yeah, he did actually care about Johnny at one point. Like you see in the flashback, he's talking. He's like, I got this new kid. I really think he's going to be the best. He's even got the same name as me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I like the scene where he... 
fights in the prison and, the, and it cuts to the young version of him fighting like that's a good way a to smart get way to do it yes yeah. yes i that's thought true. that was you know yeah. the only thing we could do right i very clever yeah yeah i, I think Kobe doing karate no age. no no you can only do so much in close-up right but uh i yeah. think that was an elegant way to do it he takes over the prison system and then he's like hot shit king of the prison and i liked that yes, big guy. do you want some jello or anything you know <laughs> yeah you know so that's what he's doing but he's trying to get out. Daniel and them kind of screw him over. They say, oh, we'll get you a lawyer. You know, blah, blah, blah. They it culminates in this insane thing Jacob said about faking his death and kind of just walking out at the end row. It's like, I, but what does this mean for the next season? He flies to Japan and it's like, hmm, I'm watching the what, Tang Sing Do. Yeah. <laughs> what does he do now? Yeah. Well, they got rid of Silver. They need a new villain for season six, which I think may be the last season of the That's show. That's what I would hope. Okay, I think be. we're... Yeah. As I mentioned with the movie, I think we're getting too big. Maybe this is where we kind of think about what we'd like to see or any other stuff. But um, well, yeah, I mean, we'll to get more towards the end of how this goes. But yeah. this season basically ends with Terry Silver, hair down, bloody, beaten up, going like, "You think your powers can destroy me?" Mm-hmm. And you know, at one point, like uh, Mrs. Larusa says, "Like I'm going to call the police," and basically everybody laughs, and it, it is truly. <laughs> I like. Does Kenny think that he's going to kill some of these kids that he is fighting? Right. right. Like, how far yeah. do we take it? We literally ha- yeah. had swords come out, so yeah. this really was on the like, table. <laughs> yeah, like when when Johnny and Chosen and Mike Barnes can go to Terry Silver's house to confront him. It really seems like he's going to kill them. Well, he like says you're trespassing now. You know, castle yeah. law, baby. Like when yeah. but again, when Terry Silver surprises them at the charity auction, he tenses his fist and says, "What are you doing here? We can't do this here." Like there's almost like Highlander rules where it's like <laughs> the two of us are around yeah. each other. I might have to kill you, bro. And mm-hmm. again, right. it's like he just won a karate tournament against you, and you're basically not allowed to run your dojo anymore. And he's trying to make a smart business venture of opening a ton of dojos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the stakes well, aren't like astronomical. Yeah. On the one hand, you know, Terry Silver, he's got this good whole plan for you know business reasons, but then he yes. also has this insane vendetta against Daniel Russo that if he just it, let that go, he could probably yeah. enact wow, the theme. And, you're right. Yeah. And the worst of the worst, of course, and this feeds on this Jacob because we get these incredible flashbacks during their fight. But the, the when when I am saying these outlandish things of like, oh, these people are killing each other, or oh, do they really have to stop each other? They they remind you at the end of the season that there is footage of him abusing a young woman, like you know, saying like, right. you know, I used to abuse this kid. I made his hands bleed and stuff. I yeah. did the same treatment to you. I paid these people off. You know, you've looked like a fool. And it's like, yes, you have done illegal things. You do need to be stopped. Actually, you <laughs> are a done menace. Many illegal things. You burnt down a furniture store. Yeah, that's like uh, insane. Like that should actually be the one. That that's he should be in jail. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, like, you actually have to go because of that one. But also stop hitting Tori. That's crazy. You know, he probably yeah. just paid like some random ass person to do that. You know, you there. Right. Yeah, here's ten thousand dollars. Burn down that furniture store, crackhead. Huh? Oh, yeah. Me? That lady from the parking lot in the oh, season sure. one and two. Of yeah. course, he beat up Stingray and like put him in yeah. the hospital, right? So that's serious yes. assault, right there. Another person yeah. is abused. Yeah, yeah. He, so he clearly does. Now there are nuclear waste too. You know. <laughs> well, check the books. Planet Mike. Yeah, there are theories. I don't know if you guys have seen this at all. Mm-hmm. There is the moment where Terry unexpectedly 
meets Daniel and Amanda in the hospital, right? When they're coming back from uh, the attack. And he says, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I didn't see, mean to see you guys here. They have a little conversation. Um, there are a couple comments he makes towards the end of the season. Like, you don't realize what you're living for, he says to Chosen. Do you think he's dying? Is that what's going on with Terry Silver? Is his ultimate motivation? Does he have some sort of fatal illness after Ooh, all this? Oh, it's their ticking clock element with Terry. Yeah, mm. interesting. Could yeah, be. I wonder what he was. Why saying. bring Cobra Kai to the next level now, Jacob? Why bring in the greatest masters to beat? Well, the now valley? he has control of it, right? He took control from Crease. He brings in the daughter of his old master to, you know, bring his whole philosophy. Do you think to the he could level? beat her, Jacob? Maybe in this Do you universe, think Terry was yes. the ultimate. She's pretty tough. Yes, though, too. Terry's still I the main so. boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it mean, follows video age, game rules. <laughs> I think age. Yeah, it should be like like all the adults are are somehow better than all the kids, which is like think about I Mr. Miyagi. Like yeah, yeah, he could beat up yeah. five yeah. teenagers at once. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like you are ninety years old. He's like, no, no, right. no. That means I'm like level a hundred. It's like yeah, oh, there's shit. that scene where Daniel that, that beats karate up like in this five universe. hockey players at once in the last season. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, five teenagers. It's it's a rite of Johnny passage. Tells really, that story. I saw your dad kick these guys' fucking asses. They were great. Right. right. But realistically, Miguel or Robbie or Hawk could, like, beat any of the adults probably very easily. Hey, old man LaRusso, (laughs) fuck you. I'm not doing any of your tricks today. He's like, well, I'm going to do defensive style if you keep saying that to me, Hawk. That's not a very nice thing. And he just Mm -hmm. fucking punches him right in the fucking face and just grabs him. (laughs) Done. Sweep the leg. That's Um, what it'll take. Yeah. But I do like the the lady. I don't know her name, but... um, Oh, the, yes, the, the, the other master. main Korean actress. She's yes, like a very yeah, yeah. intense, like, uh, like her whole motivation is just like, she really wants to bring this teaching of Tang Soo Do of like, yeah. punch this rock until your hand is broken and that'll make you stronger. <laughs> I thought they wrote away the one strong moment we were going to have where Sam and Tori do come together, but instead they go with, no, we have to mirror the exercise with Devin. Sam's actually going to go save her brother, LaRusso. I was like, no, you're, you need to redeem this character. I don't care about the LaRusso siblings. You need to, like, <laughs> I need some help with Sam. Pair yeah. her up with a better character. Have her take down this master. That would have been awesome. Yeah. I mean, Tori, yeah, they get, they kind of like go away from the Tori Sam rivalry and more bring in Devin to be like her rival. But and have Devin be, again, the bad guy to Tori. So they soften it and go like, no, actually, Tori's like a good character. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I've known that since the beginning. But, you you know, you, well, you're the whole, running out of tricks here. The whole tipping point for Tori was finding out that Terry Silver cheated. Right. And then he cheats again in the the um you know competition they're having to get into the tournament yep yep. i guess it's just very easily to pay off karate refs in california apparently but, but they don't get paid a lot it's like you know <laughs> realistically <laughs> yeah yeah not a ton of money there but then they're um, like what do we have to do just make the point so obvious that you can't cheat right and so that's dodge how- dodge dodge super hit yep. yeah which that would be the response if it seems like the judges aren't noticing your points. Having been in karate tournaments, it's like, right. if you, you feel like, like you're getting it, I'm going to make yeah. sure they fucking know. <laughs> but I, also, I would also just be like, hey, this ref like keeps looking at Terry Silver. It seems very sketchy. Like he's <laughs> <hanging off. laughs> He at one point, excuse me, uh, um, officials who run the Valley Karate whatever thing. He at one point looked over at that uh, our opponent and went, I don't know what I can do and gave me the point. I don't think that's right. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. 
but, but I like the decision to be like, oh yeah, let Hawk do it. You know, like I thought that was yeah. Cool. It's like who's the strongest male fighter? Hawk, yeah. Robbie, Miguel. Yeah, let's let Hawk do it. He's the current champion because of some technicalities, but yeah. Miguel still in covery. Robbie kind of still in that mental battle, right? Because again, a mm-hmm. lot of this season is sort of. Um, I guess how you feel about yourself versus who you are. Right. I mean, again, it's the strong roots, which we'll talk about, you know, which I guess is the ultimate Mm. moral of all karate kid and is the third moment I cried when Daniel said the head, but again, Mm -hmm. we'll get to that final moment. Yeah. Um, But there is this recurring motif this season of people being like, like Tori being like, I'm the champion. I don't feel like it. I suffer because of that. I'm not in the mental position. Right. Robbie Mm -hmm. still has the conflicting of, I did a lot of stuff in the past. That's bad. I can't really take this this way. Miguel with Sam being like, I don't know what's up with our relationship. I don't know what's up with me. I need balance too. I mean, it all goes back to the first movie, Mike. Yeah, it really, really does. And then it also with the fact that Daniel doesn't know how to let well enough alone, like silver being perceived as this good businessman, nice guy. When Daniel is like one of the only person who knows his true colors and he, he wants so desperately to expose it that he becomes, again, the bad version of Daniel, the dark side Daniel from Karate Kid 3, like at the dinner. Yeah. He knocks over he the is. bonsai trees. And he, he's on a hair trigger around Silver, and Silver knows it too. So he's dealing with identity. I think I'm a good yeah. guy, a nice guy doing meet- the right thing, but I keep messing it up. Right. And he goes to confront Mike Barnes and then he realizes like, oh, wait, I'm acting like a psycho, try- accusing him of like doing this shit when he's having a henchman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Mike Barnes line of like, man, I tried to write you a letter a thousand times. I was like, fuck, that is a good like you're just like everybody's exhaling this out. I felt yeah. it. And he's like, yeah, a lawyer, man, to write a contract to terrorize a kid. It was a very weird situation, Daniel. I'll <laughs> have you know. Paperwork. It's insane when I think about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Again, the three of us watching that movie for Jacob and I the first time being like, this is insane to get this validation. It's, it's And they just so address great. it. And then Daniel yeah. also brings up, oh, he, I don't think he's drunk, but he thinks he's on something even stronger. And it's like, you were you introduced to that by hanging out with Terry Silver in the 80s? You know, maybe that's <laughs> Jesus <it's> right. Christ. <laughs> yeah, all, or just, Snake. Like Johnny, Chosen, and Mike Barnes all kind of have the same arc where they're like, they had a bad mentor as a, as a young you know, person and they had to grow and realize like, oh, like I can be a better person. And they're all able to do that. So I like that. recurring motif i guess everyone calls me karate's bad boy but they never ask why i'm being bad (laughs) right you know (laughs) that's all i want you know just (sighs) poor poor guy yeah incredible stuff so we get i guess yeah i was gonna say let's get to the end of it let's get to that that final confrontation right The, the the final fight let's say where everybody's sort of paired off johnny even though he's kind of fucked up still has to go up against all the masters, right? Um, oh, yeah, we're getting drunk in boxing here. Eye patch guy. We're getting drunk. Yeah. 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 yeah, all of those, man. The UFC guy, Mike said. Um, again, Chosen has been sort of designated our heavy hitter. And in the absence of Daniel LaRusso, we'll be acting as Daniel LaRusso and doing Miyagi-Do. I mean, he has these conversations. So he will be facing up against Terry, right? Cobra Kai, uh, Miyagi-Do, the students facing off. Again, Jacob rightly criticized it earlier. They come up with these like traveling MacGuffin motifs, which you see in Marvels, which is like, I'm the one you have to protect. And it's like, well, all Tesseract. of us against everybody. 
and you know again you uh, cinematically you have to have all the kids there to see the fall of terry silver too like of course that's how that all has to play out Mm -hmm. and they have to get you know everybody else together oh here comes stingray with the larussos uh but what did you guys think about this actual final fight these final fights i thought it was pretty good i am wondering like what they're gonna do with like cobra kai now because all the named characters have been like saved from the dark side right so it's a lot of unnamed background characters in cobra kai now like even in that last fight it's really just kyler tori and kenny that are like the characters that we know of that are well they throw their jerseys at the end yeah (laughs) that shit's done there is a moment where they pan and one kid's fighting where I went, oh, this Cobra Kai kid has some moves. Who's this kid? And his face turned around. It was Robbie Jacob. And I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I did love the, the Kyler con- scene with Hawk and uh, Dimitri. Awesome. His old, you know, the two people used to bully all the time. Like he's really getting his come up. It's like Hawk points out, like everyone who you used to bully is like kicked your ass by now. Like, haven't you learned your lesson? Like. Love yep. that stuff. Love that showdown, dude. Yeah. The the pairings that they chose were like thematic too. It's not yes. like random. Yeah. They're putting like you said, Kenny with Kyler and, and Sam and Tori again. <laughs> Devin's yes, yes, in yes, there. Yes, yes, yes. Devin and but Devin and Tori have to team up to fight and that's yeah. Master Kim. Uh they have to team up to Master fight. Kim. Master Kim. Master Kim. Uh yeah. which that was a training lesson. So they get to kind of figure that out, you know. Um so there's thematic depth to the fights, too, which is, like you said, totally. chosen setting in for Daniel. I mean, if you would have told me when I was a kid, hey, what if chosen was going to fight Terry Silver? I'd be like, no hey, fucking way. There's going to be a moment. Johnny Lawrence. There's going to be a moment. Johnny Lawrence and chosen back to back. Johnny Lawrence looks at chosen and acknowledges that he's the better fighter and goes, you go. I got them. And they fucking just like goes <laughs> yeah. on. You're like, they're kind of like the, uh, there's the fight Falcon Terry with and a the winter soldier backing up <laughs> America. Man. Yeah. Have, so here is, here it is. Jacob just hit the point. Yep. Yep. This season we left star Wars and we have, gone full avengers yes. now it is yeah. just the cheerleader moments of like terry silver's got a sword yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh right. man yeah, yeah he you is got girl, girls get it done right you get the, the girls team up <laughs> <laughs> yep yep yeah it's just like avengers and star wars it's crazy yes yes which are both in disney now so why not be the yes. same thing uh but i the think disney it's great education. But we get Daniel Silver rematch, right? Finally. The real final fight. The upload goes up, right? The jig is up, Silver. We're doing Who this. Who cares? I don't care. I'm crazy. And you're like, <laughs> and yeah, you are the Joker. Yeah. You, you have yeah. literally said this since the first moment we've met you. You're once again following very true to your character. I'm eating this up with a spoon. Mm-hmm. He's an egomaniac. We get, uh, yeah, we get Daniel versus Unless Harry you Silver. think you can beat me right now, Danny boy. Listen, or you're gonna mm. lose again. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, Terry Silver wasn't at 100 percent when he started that fight because he was just he in a was, sword fight. He with is chosen. <laughs> right, right, right. But it also plays point. into what I said earlier about everybody's kind of fighting off balance. Now, this is the moment where Daniel, of course, regains his balance as Amanda touches his shoulder and says, Whatever you do, I'm with you. Whatever you want to do, you do it kick his ass if you want to and man and daniel I love that. puts his arms up and mike we go right into this fucking thing 
And I need to rewatch some of the choreography because I'm pretty sure he's using techniques from every movie. It looks like at one point he uses the drum technique to defend. We get a crane kick. And he's even doing Quicksilver. Man can't stand. He throws it right in his face, bro. Man, the catch with the knee as when he says when he's coming for the eyes and he catches his hand between the the shoulder and the knee. Yep. That was the elbow and the knee. That was so fucking slick. Sick beautiful it just looked incredible the flashbacks this is the moment again where i said i cried because the speech mm-hmm. that Danny, daniel gives right before it is the strong root strong roots the plants will survive right mm-hmm. yes. he's talking about everything because of course terry's saying i've destroyed everything you have no you can't i just i it's not because daniel's saying it because again not the best actor on the planet. I don't really care about him that much, but Jake, uh, Jacob, I hate this I stupid about, bike. I want to go home. <laughs> Ralph Macchio. God bless you. Yep, Jacob, yep. I think we about you in that Stay episode where we home. cover all three and we talk about part three where you said like, you just really feel, uh, Mr. Miyagi when he's like, so torn up about like that, that, that was the damage that was done was Terry trying to drive between them and saying mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'm just so worried about Daniel. Right. You know, I just I picture Miyagi again saying the thing about strong roots, and it's just like it all paid off, man. All these people around you. When he says Miyagi Do won't die, you know, it, it lived before, it'll continue after. All these kids watching him are going to do Miyagi Do for the rest of their fucking lives, and it's just like this dumb karate show is making me think this and cry. Like fuck yeah. you, this yeah. is bullshit, Netflix. Well, and- Daniel, you know, looks up to Mr. Miyagi as like this revered figure, right? To the point, even in earlier seasons, his kids are like, man, like you talk about Mr. Miyagi too much. A lot. <laughs> but now they're like learning the lessons that he's he reached the status. Him. Yeah. Do you he understand has, he why? He has for a new generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and it's yeah. incredible because, it, you know, the, the strong roots, the whole thing is, you know, Daniel went to the dark side and he's trying to sell the fucking most valuable tree. Barnes splits it in half, right? He, he's... Right heartbroken he's distraught like i did the worst thing i could ever do to miyagi i betrayed his trust i betrayed his teachings and miyagi doesn't get pissed off he just says daniel it's gonna be all right the tree's got strong roots just like you like he doesn't berate him he just unconditional love and it's like miyagi bro like ah you love it and to see that was yeah Yeah. a big emotional moment um incredible uh yeah and And now what 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 happens though terry silver's in jail i <laughs> well, from here, we get a lot of resolution. Let me say, Everybody I own the cops. Sort of Maybe he just walks little, free. <laughs> I, I, and that's kind of all I can picture, Mike, because Tori and Sam are like, "Oh, it was a misunderstanding." I get this. Kenny, mm-hmm. we saw take off the jersey, like you said. Even fucking Kyler, like Cobra all of Kai Cobra Kai, Kai says, "Fuck it." Yep. Um, yeah. We get the stinger with Crease. That's not really tied into this, but there, mm-hmm. there's just this moment of like, we did it, and you're like, "Yeah, you did do it." goodbye cobra guy like you i really right. do feel like and that was all of karate kid in the miyagi verse and i, well, I feel great yeah i feel like there could yeah. be one last season and the, they're you know building up crease to be the ultimate villain again which i don't know how well that'll work compared to silver but also, we're going back to ultron after endgame yeah, yeah. regressive yeah but, but it can't silver, just be a championship it can't just be a season of them just going to japan jacob that's and the thing everyone's some. friends now Everyone's on the same side, so where do you go from there? With Terry Silver, he could get out of jail, though, because we know he's rich. He's got great lawyers, probably. They mm-hmm. can maybe get him out somehow. But, that was a YouTube. Yeah. That was a, just a prank, bro. But, right. Video then, was a but prank. This, 
But it becomes to what, though? Because they truly were fighting the death. He gets out of jail and he gets a gun and breaks the martial arts treaty that they sort of have and just shoots Daniel LaRusso. Like, <laughs> right. what, like oh what is, God. again, the well, end game the for any of this? That's the big question. Like you said, there are, is so much resolution in this season. Where do you go from here? Like, what left is there to even resolve? Like, maybe you have Kenny coming back to the, the light side, I guess. But really, all the kids are, like, getting along now. You need more evil kids to join Cobra Kai or something to have yeah. some Is Cobra Kai fight. even open? Can it, does it have a business license? Like, whose name is on, you know? Yeah, does Johnny right. just get it? We get this thing at the end where the tournament committee says, like, you guys have been chosen, but, of course, uh, Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai, that's a little confusing. What will you guys be called? So is it this final mm. season of, like, and we are the? No, it's got to. Here's, here's a pitch. What if disgrace, Cobra Kai is disgraced? The only thing is, like, what does Master Kim do? Like, she just go back to Korea, right? The, the way yes, you, okay. Or does okay, she run Mike. Cobra Kai or not? But, but it, it, my thought is she's like, all right, fuck it, Terry Silver, fuck this up. I'll go back to Korea, she, and I'll enter the Sekai Takai with my own squad, right? And then Johnny takes over Cobra Kai again, but now they're competing against each other honorably. Daniel yeah. and Johnny, it's all out of respect. You know, I'm going to refix this legacy. That is the culmination of like, we still have yeah. our different schools of thought, you know. But now we don't hate each other. Slash now, yeah. uh, in the, the final part of this match, uh, Master Kim has invited a special guest. She's got zooming in from prison, Terry Silver, who's like, oh. and here's why my teachings. And you're like, oh, okay, sure. Right, right. right. No, we get Snake to come back. He's her big new heavy number two sensei. It's Snake and Dennis from Karate Kid 3. We need them. Right. And right. Julie Pierce shows up because she loves karate ever because she knew Miyagi and she's been following yes. the Sekai Takai forever. Mike, <laughs> Mike, here's I've yeah. got two pitches for next Please. season. OK, this is literally what I think is going to happen. I think mm-hmm. they're finally going to get the Hillary swank. And here's what it is. OK, they go to the tournament. You know, you're seeing that classic fight roster. Everything's put up next to each other. All these people Yeah. like, OK, OK, what's hold on. Hold on. Uh, Mr. Miyagi or um, Daniel, Daniel, what, what's this? It says um, whatever our school name's called, you know, Fang Do or Cobra yeah. uh, Miyagi or whatever it's going to be called. It says yep. we're going up against something called Miyagi Do. But isn't that what you learned? And he'll be like, oh, what? he'll go and look and it will be it's her. Sensei Pierce. She yeah. has gone on to be a sensei of, oh, I'm a lawyer. Like I said, I would be, you know, in that movie. But of course, I, Mr. Miyagi changed my life. Do you, I'm sorry, your name is, your your school of thought is Miyagi what? Uh, Cobra? Do you know Miyagi <laughs> as well? Oh, my, hey, my whole life is Mr. Miyagi. He's my dad, basically. <laughs> I love Miyagi. So basically, we find yeah. out Hillary Swank started her own Miyagi-Do in Boston. in Boston. Yeah, they qualified from Boston to go to Japan. She is the sensei yeah. for them, right? How That's great would that be? Yeah, my we get second a friendly year. showdown between Daniel and... But then and they'll be eliminated. Her. We'll move on. That'll be her one quick cameo. Yeah, right? yeah, that yeah. would be my pitch. Perfect. My my second pitch, and I truly do believe this is going to happen. That last one we just did for fun, but truly mm-hmm. believe. With all this buildup of Johnny's kid, I think by the end of the season, that kid's name will be Daniel. Oh. Wow. I think it will be a boy, and I think in the ultimate show of growth of what the whole series is about is you named your rival, your bully, your yeah. son. Wow. I, I, wish, think about, I would yeah, put money on that. I wish we were still in Vegas. That's incredible, Colin. 
That's a great. That has to be it. I mm-hmm. love that. Um, and think about just the relationship between Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso over time. You know, even in the first couple seasons, they're still begrudging, even though they're like both kind of father figures to Robbie at one point. Uh, and slowly over the time, they kind of grow to like each other more. And it really is like a five season arc. And it's all culminated. Now they're like going out partying together, like hanging yeah. out. Their wives like each other. Like They just had a conversation in his apartment like, man, I'm fucking up. You know, Daniel goes to Johnny for advice, right? Like that yeah. would have never happened in season one. I, I do love to see that growth. Yeah. To name him Daniel. Daniel Lawrence. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Keep it on the DL, you know? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I guess another big part of next season should be Crease Johnny Lawrence relationship mending. Uh, that's what I making see. Making Crease a more uh, sympathetic figure in the last season. Time's ticking. Maybe, maybe Johnny does get Cobra Kai back. Just like as like you know, a legacy thing, we're going to make it good. Crease is like, hey, kid, I never meant to f- fuck you up. I'm on the run, though, and I'll probably die at the end of this season. Let's hug it out. I'm on the run. I escaped jail, Mike. Because I had to but tell you I, don't, you, I don't got much time. Terry's been taking me <laughs> yeah. to the hospital secretly, right? <laughs> if you, But if you remember, like, when they go meet him in jail, like, he's legitimately hurt by the things that Johnny Lawrence says, where he's like, mm-hmm. I hate you, basically. Like, you ruined yes. my life. I never want to see you again. Like, and... Chris still feels like a mentor father figure to Johnny Lawrence, even though he knows he screwed up and he wants to fix that relationship. If the show's about anything, it's about legacy. And it seems like Chris wants to rewrite his while yeah. he has time, you know, but and that'd be fitting yeah. for Martin Cove to get the face turn because everyone gave him shit all through the eighties for being in this movie. So like that it. will happen. I think you're right, Colin. We're going to get the Daniel is Johnny's son's name and him and Chris are going to set aside their differences and Chris will probably not uh, survive that. Or what is it, Noriyuki? What did we settle on Mr. Miyagi's first name being? Noriyuki. Yeah, what if his name was Noriyuki Lawrence? Oh, geez. That's right. I got to double check. Is Pat Morita's real name? Pat Morita's name is Noriyuki, yeah. What was on the grave when Chosen was there? Wasn't it Noriyuki? I'm looking at now. I should know this because I'm the expert. It's Nariyoshi. 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 Similar kind of phonetics to Noriyuki. Sure. So Nariyoshi. Yeah. Nariyoshi. Miyagi. Nariyoshi Miyagi. God. Wow. God, I love this fucking series. Let's, Nariyoshi let's get out of here. Let's, let's hit go. It. Let's do our Chosen will name his kid thoughts. Nariyoshi. His well, kid yes, that he has it's at very, very 65 years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Maybe not. Yeah. Johnny I need them to hook up too, Daniel though. Daniel Miyagi Lawrence. Yeah, Daniel wow. Miyagi Lawrence. Incredible. Or Daniel Nariyoshi Lawrence. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Daniel Mr. <Yeah>. Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Daniel, Just Mr. Miyagi Lawrence. Just Mr. Right. Yeah. Right. We have been doing a little showdown here, talking Karate Kid, but let's uh, hit it and duck our final thoughts and wrap it up on the fifth season here of Cobra Kai here on Sport Cuts. We're back. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cobra Kai here on Normies Like Us, where we have been gushing and gushing. Mm-hmm. Um, I said up top, we can do our rankings, of course, and, and squeeze in our final thoughts, too. 
Mike, we said it. I mean, this is this is a, a, a classic Mike's choice. You know, you guys talked to Cobra Kai before that at your insistence. But uh, here we are. How you feeling with season five now that we're away from it, man? I am Spider-Man 2 vindicated. Like, I feel good because um, I've always loved this series. And to see that it's not only like popular, that it's the quality is still there. Um, and it has inspired Sony to say, let's reboot this shit separately from the show, apparently, because they're doing that movie now. So it, it's right. coming back, and I'm really just proud of the showrunners and, and the job that they've done with a franchise that essentially only I cared about before now, you know? Really? A select number of people like really are in yeah, on Yeah, well, it must have had at least enough audience to get Cobra Kai in the first place, right? Yeah, and the creators are treating it with such love. Like, like you said, and if you if you were one line of dialogue, we will pay that off. You know, yeah. eventually, right? Right. Um, so I really it's appreciate really that. Insane. I just hope season six delivers, and we're done at that point with the show. Uh, it's going to be yeah. hard to get people back. No one's getting younger, unfortunately. I think this is the time to finish it. Season six, three and three. I think that's a good. Yeah, that's a good time. They've covered everything. I think they need to cover. They would just kind of run out of ideas after that i think mm-hmm. um and you know hopefully i think some of the younger cast members are gonna get bigger roles like zolo maraduena who's gonna be mm-hmm. jaime reyes the blue beetle right oh yeah um, so yeah uh i guess i want robbie to hit i don't yeah, know why he has robbie like... should hit too once i gave him yeah. some other stuff he was in that uh designated survivor show with uh my guy, Kiefer Sutherland. Is he like the, mm. the president's son. son or something? Is he yeah. really? Yeah. Jacob, I might have just found my new bin. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I think there's like two seasons of that show. Um, but for my final thoughts, you know, it's pretty similar to how I felt last season. Like, I just think this show is like better than it has any right to be. Like, it's the best five season show about a series of 80s movies that's ever been made. Like, yeah. You know, OK. OK. Jacob. Yeah. Let's go from there. You're right. You know, Rambo Last Blood comes out. People are like, right. this is the worst thing that has ever been made. <laughs> we couldn't have survived five seasons of a Rambo TV show where he's like teaching a young vet to have feelings at, by this point, right? Right. Mm-mm. I mean, the closest thing, like you have, you know, Top Gun sequel this year, which was like a huge, a huge success at the box office. And that's like a movie that just a random eighties movie that never got any sequels after that, but now has a sequel. So I could, but I mean, that has Tom Cruise and, and names and in stuff. That's star power. Yeah. yeah. Karate. Well, it's kind Kid. of a lightning in the bottle, but that, that's probably standing on the shoulders of karate kid success. The eighties nostalgia being yeah. proven, right. Potentially. Which again, stranger things. Yeah. Blah, blah. It's all cyclical though. But like yeah. what other movies from the eighties can you think of that would have like, that you could make a successful show out of. Well, you know, we're literally about to see it with Willow, Jacob. I Mm. hate the Willow movie. I think that series is doomed in my opinion, especially when we're kind of on the cusp of too many fantasy things that are kind of driving people crazy. Mm -hmm. And that's Disney doing that too, right? Yeah. Disney, HBO and Amazon all throwing something in the fantasy ring. Yeah, I prefer my fantasy to be karate in a high school. You know, <laughs> that's right, Mike. <laughs> that works for me. Um, I don't know what. Uh, there's no other show. I think like maybe th- there's a world where like a Ghostbusters series, right, might yeah. work if you are clever with it. You know what I mean? Similar to this, for sure. Or you know, Bill and Ted. They did have an animated TV show, but you might have yeah. something there. But then, 
You've got like not. horror franchises and stuff that have continued, like Halloween and Ash uh, vs. Evil Dead was bad, dude. And I'm for a, a TV Evil thing, Dead yeah. super fan. Yeah, there's there's one. It, even um, if you ask me before this show came out, what's one that would make a good TV show? I wouldn't have said Karate Kid. So I'm just as shocked, I think, right. as everybody that it is True. as good they as it is. They always had the angle of like, let's see it from Johnny's point of view, right? That was kind mm-hmm. of the hook of it. Well, in the beginning. Do you guys yeah. know this, that the the creators of this show, their next pitch is um, Ferris Bueller from the point of view of the guys who steal their car, you know, like those the, oh. the valet drivers. Whoa. Really? Interesting. Yeah, so the Ferris Bueller that? connected you, the John, oh man, that's crazy. John Hughes. That. John Hughes yeah, connected Bruce, universe. Ferris Bueller. Um, yeah, it's nuts, man. I think and, with this show, I, I mentioned quickly on the whatcha, like, it is a much easier task to say, just watch these three Karate Kid movies over and over and over and mind them for everything, then here's 50 to 75 years of all comic books go. Yeah. So right. you could really make all those callbacks. The lift is much lighter, but you could tell that they do love the franchise but, and, and that helps. Yeah. And these showrunners, like they could, like if Marvel offered them a directing or a writing job, like I feel like they would do a good job at it because they understand like how to do callbacks and like easter eggs and like all that stuff like they understand how to make a connected universe type of media right well and your beloved jude law is partnering up with john watts the spider-man director to make that young star wars movie that's what they keep calling it a kid's star wars movie Hmm. to me jacob we've said a million times if you want young people and star wars themes go to cobra kai like that would have been a perfect job for them to direct yeah totally with with the morality i think like what would they have done with uh an another reflexive type of thing, like an Obi-Wan, right? Like anything that's building itself off of a pre-existing franchise. Like they've shown that they know how to mine for the nuggets of gold. The world building in this show is like so much better than what they did do in like Obi-Wan and Boba Fett. Yeah. If they're going to go anywhere in their career, they should be doing those higher profile Disney level projects because they clearly have an aptitude for it. And I, I hats off to them. For yeah. all the praise, though, I do want to point out that we are uh, heaping on these two creators. Um, they are people that I have heard in the industry behind the scenes on screenwriting forums and stuff who are those type of people who are just like putting their names on screenplays. So I don't mm. know. Maybe. Allegedly. <laughs> well, whatever team you got, just keep them assembled when whoever hires you. You know, when Terry Silver cuts the check. Just make sure you cut them in on the deal, too. Don't don't mess with yeah. the formula. It's been good so far. Yeah. Um, but for my final thoughts, I just want to say like, I'm wearing my my famous red shirt if you're watching the video. And, uh, you know, that means and this is something new I'm starting, but that means if I'm wearing this shirt in the review. That means it's a certified banger. OK, Woo! so is. you'll know from the first seconds of the video episodes whether it's a banger or not. That's Quick, right. Turn it I'm off. Jacob this. likes this thing. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. You know, if you know Anthony Fantano, he's got the go back to know the yellow mm-hmm. uh, flannel. I got my red shirt. So, but there I feel you like, go. you know, this show, it was made for Mike. It was made for me, you know, set in the San Fernando Valley. That's where I live. What? Amanda <laughs> is from Ohio. That's where I'm from. Like Set, set in the Cleveland <laughs> bar. That's where you live. I live in it. Yeah, I got the brownie elf behind me. This show, man, it's made for me, you know, and made yeah. for you. So, yeah, you maybe you it'll be made it. for you too, Normies. I will <laughs> let you go last, Mike, um, to give your beloved final thoughts and your beloved Thank you. final franchise. But um, oh, and Jacob, do your ranking real quick because we'll do those. Well, what is your ranking oh. of the seasons? It's hard to even remember like what specifically sure. happened in the book. <laughs> yeah. I think season one sure. 
was really good because that's the OG yes. in the heart of the Miguel. Then it's kind of the rebuttal Scotty. to the tournament is season two where everybody's like, oh, we lost or won. What a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Season two, maybe it not as good for me. I think it gets stronger when it moves in, in season three to Netflix and then season three and four are a little stronger. But I think five has got to be up there in the top two or three seasons for me with season one and maybe mm-hmm. season three or four. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm going one, and I'm shocked. It's incredible that I still think to this day YouTube did the best season. I love the relationships, the surprise of Robbie being the son, the Miguel out of nowhere being the best character. Even you guys saying that and telling me, and I'm like, who's Miguel? What are you talking about? It's like, Mm -hmm. no, he's the greatest. Uh, Number one, for sure. Then I would go four. Again, my only worries about that season were that this season that we got, we were going to lose Miguel. We didn't, so season four is great. It had the most of the teaching of the kids and a showdown with a tournament. For me, a karate kid has to end with a tournament, one and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I'll do five, three, two. I'll say two bottom, same as you. That's that's probably my see. exact ranking, too, yeah. actually, now that I think of it. That's a solid ranking. Do your ranking real quick, Mike, and then I'll give my final thoughts before you give yours. Yeah, I might just steal your ranking, too, because one is the best. It's front-loaded because they can put the most kind of impactful, direct callbacks for what if Miyagi was Johnny, right? Done, right? Yeah. Um, But then I agree, four, because the tournament at the end of four is the most accurate depiction of a karate tournament that's ever been on film. Like, normally they're so over the top. Girls and boys will be in it. Yes, and carry on. Of course. There'll be skills competitions. Yeah, we'll do Not just fighting. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Right. You yeah, and it had Terry Silver. Like in, no. Uh, Karate Kid 3. No, um, no. <laughs> as the winner, you defend your title. No, no, yeah. no, no. no. <laughs> who, who did you bribe? Yeah. So, yeah, so one, four, five, because more five, Terry Silver. Three, two. Yes. Three, two, yeah. Yes, Easy. yes, yes. That's the yeah. perfect ranking. That's, That's the perfect ranking. We will now be challenged on this. One, four, five, three, two. <laughs> um, my final thoughts on it. Look, I'll go back to the roots thing and just say it is crazy that Karate Kid. I, I said it in our first episode that I think the first movie should be shown in schools. I, I will repeat that line every time. I don't say that about other movies. You know, I don't think that they should show Citizen Kane to high school kids. That would truly do nothing for them. Show them mm-hmm. Karate Kid. Teach them history teach them to be good people, show them a good movie. Um, The thing that they say about Roots in this, the line of like, you know, well, just the the sentimentality of, again, what Mr. Miyagi, what Pat Morita, the memory of him, God bless, and the memory Mm of Mr. Miyagi is to all these people is, is that he was such a strong foundation of doing one kind thing to a person and just instilling in them, do the kind thing for nothing don't expect anything out of it. Just try to be a good person and spread that out. Does make those roots. And that roots are all the people that they touch. It's literally everyone who watches that final fight scene mm-hmm. are the beautiful roots and payoff of that. And right. they're going to go on and do good things. And like I like want to live my life that way. And I want to tell my children to live their lives that way. And I think that Karate Kid and God bless it, this series, Netflix's Cobra Kai... Which again can be a little soap opery, little teenage drama y, maybe not the best acting, but puts so much heart forward, respects the property so much, um, has some clever writing. Again, goes for the idea of you don't need to be a star. You can, these people in this universe meant so much to people. Let's embrace that. 
I love that. And it's just, it is so singular. It is so one of a kind that God bless this series. I, I love it. Yeah, that that's extremely well put, Colin. And I think my final thoughts are, are, are going to tie into that Thank too, you. is, you know, we talked about every callback, every actor that they bring back and how they're able to do it. You know, and the one actor that you can't, you know, is unfortunately Pat Morita. And he is, you know, the heartbeat of the Karate Kid universe from the first movie on, like you said. And the idea that a movie that had such an impact on me, right, in my life generally, has, again, created this show that's now introducing new people to the legacy of Miyagi. And the way that Miyagi is treated as and so revered as a character in this show of the moral focal point, the moral center, and to get that message out kind of is the main theme. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, that's awesome that it's doing that, um, like, fictitiously as much as it's doing it, like, in real life. You know what I mean? Spreading the awareness right. to the characters in the show and people out there watching at home um, about kind of the legacy of that character. Um, one of the greatest characters in fiction, in my opinion, is Mr. Miyagi. And I could do a whole video essay about why yeah. <laughs> he's important. You know, like the four forty. Every season should end with them panning to a picture of Pat Morita. <laughs> yeah, well, we get here this... as a force ghost, right? If this is <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. Don't do like that, that, Disney. That'll if, be mad. If you did the Johnny, you should also put in a Pat Morita. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I would not like the show anymore. But I do like when they go see like his room with the picture of his wife. And like the, the idea grave. of this, yeah. the idea of this character, yeah, who is a Japanese-American who is a veteran World War II who fought for America despite the internment stuff that America did to Japanese-American citizens. Fucked up, right? Like, that's right. just that alone. And they were going to cut that scene, and it got him the Oscar nomination. And it's like, there's right. so much depth. It's not just goofy Same. karate man. Like, he is, like, yeah. this deep-feeling father figure who wanted to teach Daniel and had a hole in his life. And the idea that that's affected Daniel, you know, like, like I said, it's being spread down. The strong root is Pat Morita, is Mr. Miyagi. And to keep that as the heart through five seasons of the show, you know, respect, because that's really what it's about. And I think they're doing good to honor both the actor and the character with the way they kind of revere the teachings and display them in the show. So that's that's where I'm at. Totally. Great work. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. I agree with you there. Well, Does, guess, do we know if our beloved John G. Avelson is still alive? Does he like come back to direct any of these episodes or anything? I wonder. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Or the writer, Mark Robert Carm Kane yes. or whatever. Well, uh, and obviously getting producer credits every episode. So we know he is there in some, some mm. capacity. No, sorry. But I bet John Jameson's dead. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yep. Well, peace. Well, thank you for Rocky and Karate Kid. Yeah, man. But again, a five season Rocky show. No, <sighs> no. Even if it was a the Creed show Creed with season Michael one. Jordan. No, even well, then, it would be yeah. the same even framework where it's like Stallone's teaching them, and then yeah. Drago's teaching somebody. You know, <laughs> yeah. it would. It would be that yeah. truncated. They, they would. Yeah. They Bring would Mr. have T jumped in. to that exactly. Yeah, yeah Carl yeah. Weathers is teaching somebody. <laughs> Actually, I run a furniture <laughs> store now, and we're best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Right. I, I, um, I own a church. It's called Apollo's Creed. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Mike, it's so good. Anyways, that's not the movie we talked. The one we talked was Karate Kid, which turned into the series we love, Cobra Kai here. We just talked about the fifth season. We said it. We have... Four other episodes, I believe, of uh, or this is the fourth episode of Karate Kid content on this mm -hmm. podcast. So, Normies, yeah. I would urge you go back and listen to those other ones. Uh, and if you don't, 
if for whatever reason you listen to this whole episode and you don't watch Cobra Kai, you're a psychopath mm-hmm. and watch it. Uh, and if you have young people in your life, if you have kids, if you're like a 40 year old person listening to this and you have like a 13 year old and they don't watch this, I'm about to make yeah. you the hero of your fucking household. Watch Turn this on on their eyes first. Watch mm-hmm. the three movies. And no, 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 no. I like this. I don't think for this generation, I don't think you do that. I think you no, because like you said, there, I, I think you, you would turn show on the first the, movie, maybe the schools, first right? season, right? You just like, this is a show. This is cool. You let them watch a couple. They come out of their room smelling like weed smoke. Yo, dad, I watched that Cobra Kai show you told me about. It was really cool. Huge suck on their vape, and you go like, mm-hmm. "That's cool, Drusephafor or whatever dumbass name kids <laughs> mm-hmm. have now." Those yeah. were actually movies when I was a young man. What That's if right, we watch those tonight? Yo, sure. I'm going bowling with Hector, but I guess I could watch one of them, pops. But I do think, yeah, you can watch the show without seeing the movies. But definitely, if you watch the movies, it adds a lot of depth. Yeah. To the show. I almost like to look at it like because they're old now to the people you'd introduce it to. So be like, hey, watch the show. And then do you want to see the Terry Silver prequel? <laughs> like, right. Do you want to see the Chosen prequel? Do you want to yeah. see the so, Daniel Johnny Dad, prequel? What, what were those yeah. like insert clips that they were like putting in where like Terry had black hair? Were what those was, deep that fakes? Was, like CGI? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, 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 watch no. the prequel. Let me, let me throw it in. Yeah. I got no. a DVD. Yeah, that's great. Definitely do watch it. the watch the movies. Do it. Watch it all. Do it. Please do it now. Fear does not exist in this podcast. No mercy. No, it doesn't. This podcast has strong roots. Mm -hmm. Um, It will continue to thrive. And it will do so by you uh, (laughs) listeners. We love you. Hit us up at normies underscore like underscore us. That's our dojo. That's where you would go to Mm -hmm. receive our training. And you would do that by leaving a comment, liking, subscribing, all that good stuff that helps us out. And uh, check out our YouTube page Mm -hmm. as well. That's right. Like the pod. Sub the YouTube, you know. And we'll send you a bonsai, like the pod. And as our business, we sell cars. That scene where the guy walks in and goes, does anybody sell cars here? I'm trying to buy a car. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they do it. Made this series for me. Um, But we've been your hosts. This is Karate Colin. Mike, Karate's bad boy Barnes. This is Sensei Jacob, the mongoose. No mercy. This is Sensei now. No mercy. All right. Wow. Sensei. Uh, One of the valley. You know, karate on, normies. Karate on. Kia. That's what they're always saying. Bye. (laughs) Bye. My name is Gandalf the Grey. And I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools.